Welcome to Trending Health, where we provide leaders with valuable insights and perspectives on the evolving health industry. Brought to you by Vynamic, Trending Health explores topics that are real, relevant, and worth discussing. I'm your host, Jen Burke. The medtech market has certainly had its ups and downs over the last few years. After a flurry of pandemic-driven activity in 2021, 2022 and 2023 saw declining valuations and a drop in deal-making due to macroeconomic factors. As we start off 2024, there's a prevailing feeling of market stabilization and return to normalcy. I'm here with Dynamics' Anila Patel and head of health tech sector Mary Verzi to talk about what medtech moves we've seen so far and what we can expect as 2024 kicks into gear. Anila, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on, Jen. Mary, always great to have you back. Love being back, Jen. Thanks for having me. Now that everyone is back from JP Morgan Healthcare and we're starting to see the final numbers from 2023 tick in, what's the overall mood in the medtech sector for 2024? The big players are definitely focusing on maximizing their margins. We heard Medtronic CEO Jeff Martha in a presentation go so far as to say no margin, no mission. He also highlighted the organization's innovation as a strong factor for pushing revenue, but also discussed the other activity he's done recently to improve margins, including manufacturing closures, consolidation, a lot in terms of cost consolidation, organizational consolidation, et cetera, just really help them improve their margins. He also announced the creation of a Medtronic AI Center of Excellence in an effort to leverage AI platforms and centralized key data sets, which candidly we're seeing across the board, across the health industry, but just really interesting the way Medtronic's going about it. The center encompasses technology across the company's portfolio, includes AI for endoscopy, also includes AI in and around insertable cardiac monitors, just doing some really interesting things that are going to help early detection, as well as reduce the burden on patients and providers in that detection. So it's certainly not surprising we're seeing organizations put AI front and center, but it will be very interesting to see how these initiatives take shape and scope and evolve in the industry and how that adoption curve looks like within medtech. Medtronic also relayed a very positive outlook on the year to come, citing diabetes, structural heart, and cardiac ablation as their highest growth opportunities for the company. Really exciting sort of juncture that Medtronic is at right now. I agree, Mary. That's really interesting you say that, especially around uh, cardiac ablation. As a growth source, it's not something that's going to be unique to Medtronic. It's something that's really captured the headlines so far this year. Conventional cardiac ablation is a procedure that treats atrial fibrillation or an irregular heartbeat. So historically, these techniques use extreme heat or extreme cold to ablate or remove the tissue. With AFib also rising in prevalence as population ages, making low-risk treatments are all the more appealing. There is a new technique called pulsed field ablation, and it is essentially a catheter approach that is largely to be considered much safer than traditional techniques. It's a real hot topic in the industry right now, as physicians expect it to be widely adopted in the cardiac field. Anila, I'm so glad we went there. The PFA market is hugely competitive right now. Medtronic, Boston Scientific, and J&J all emerging as key players so far this year. 
you know, in December of 2023, Medtronic received their first approval for its Pulse Select PFA system. I think just last week, Boston Scientific received their FDA approval and J&J's MedTech Biosense Webster division presented the final results from its year-long study for its upcoming PFA system, showing extremely promising results with no major side effects. So it's starting to be a very competitive market, and it's just fascinating to see the number of approvals that have just come in the last six weeks. Boston Scientific expects that the global AFib market will more than double to about $11 billion by 2028, and this PFA technology specifically is going to become about 60% of all procedures. So I think it's going to be a topic that dominates the industry in coming months. I'm really excited to see how things sort of unfold over the next six, nine months as those products really start to enter the market. The Trending Health Podcast is brought to you by Vihamic, health industry management consultants helping clients transform by connecting strategy to action. Through our structured yet flexible delivery model, Vihamic's bright-sized teams work side-by-side with life sciences, health services, and health technology client teams, enabling growth, culture, and performance. Curious how we can help your organization achieve its strategic goals? Visit dynamic.com slash info to learn more. Before the break, we were talking about the explosion in the PFA space, how we are seeing launches already and expecting launches to continue throughout 2024. Outside of that space, Anila, what other product launches are on the horizon this year? There are actually a ton of product launches on the horizon this year. For example, we've got Shockwave Medical, that is a cardiovascular med device company, increased their R&D budget from $50 million to $250 million. And they've actually announced that they hope to have two to three launches per year, which is phenomenal. And then we're also seeing launches in the diabetes space, which is potentially influenced by the rise in diabetes prevalence, as well as the kind of government initiatives and legislation. The device market for diabetes was valued at just over $21 billion in 2023 and is expected to reach sales of over $33 billion by 2030. Some examples of that are Tandem Diabetes Care won FDA clearance for a new patch pump last year, and then Invecta just submitted its own patch pump earlier this year. We've also got Dexcom, who unveiled its newest product at the JP Morgan conference, the Stello Sensor, which is designed for people with type 2 diabetes who do not use insulin. The company expects to launch later this summer and hopes this product will allow its users to see how their health is impacted by diet, exercise, sleep, and stress. It's so interesting, Anila. Over the last few years, we started to see this reinvestment in R&D. And I think we're really now just starting to see the impact that that new investment had in some of these new product launches that are coming to market. It's just, I think we're about to see a whole lot more launches in 2024, 2025, and 2026. And I think it's going to make launching new products in a more crowded market where there are lots of launches harder for companies. I think we're going to see them want to maximize, obviously, their investment, but I think it's going to cause them to really think through their launch and their go-to-market strategies and how they get creative in getting uptick in the market and adoption in the market really quickly with some of their devices, knowing how crowded the space is becoming. 
I agree, Mary. One area to think through is customer experience in a crowded marketplace where functionality of these products are similar and engaging with customers is top of mind. It's critical to deliver differentiated messaging on product value. That customer experience piece is going to be so critical for companies launching in 2024, 2025, and 2026. To the exact point you just made of engaging with customers and delivering that message around your product specific value and the value it drives differently than the competitors in the market. One of the terms starting to gain steam in med tech is omni-channel and an omni-channel experience. And that's really the concept of delivering that message at the right time in the right channel to enable the right actions and behaviors and perception changes by your end customers. I am really excited on what med tech companies are going to start doing in omni-channel and how they'll start to evaluate and test that. And candidly, we do a lot of that work across numerous industries, and it's just really exciting to see it start to pick up in an industry that has historically not followed that sort of marketing approach. If there's one thing that's trending with health organizations this year, it's artificial intelligence. But it's not just all about the tech. A similar level of attention should be given to the critical role culture will play on an organization's ability to harness the potential of AI and stay ahead of the curve. Visit dynamic.com insights to access our new insight entitled, Why AI Fails or Flourishes, The Underestimated Role of Culture. Then contact us to continue the conversation and discuss how Dynamic can help your organization succeed in adapting to the AI revolution. Before the break, we were talking about the increase in product launches expected for the next few years. And that is certainly one way for med tech companies to grow their revenue and increase their profits. But I'm curious about inorganic growth as well. We know that things have been a little bit slower on the M&A side for the last couple of years. But with this return to normalcy, the stabilization of the macroeconomic market, are deals something that we expect to see more of on the horizon? Absolutely, Jen. There were several deals announced at the tail end of 2023, which signals organizations are definitely entering the new year with this M&A mindset. If we look at the beginning of 2024, Boston Scientific announced a $3.7 billion acquisition of Axonix to focus on device development related to urinary and bowel dysfunction. Even add on there, Anila, I think we're going to continue to see, given the macroeconomic headwinds, seem to be shifting in a more positive direction. I think we're going to see more M&A activity this year in 2024 than certainly we've seen in the last few years. I think we're going to see a rise of that, what we can throw at that talk-in M&A. As we were listening in on Q3 and Q4 earnings and any investor days that were happening across the med tech. Late last year, certainly a lot of companies were overtly saying that tuck-in M&A is part of their strategy for inorganic growth. So I think it'll be interesting to see how that plays itself out throughout the course of 2024. But I'm expecting, and maybe sound like a broken record because I think we said this last year, Jen, but I really think that 2024 is the year that M&A ticks back up as it relates to med tech. So just excited to see what that means for med tech. As I'm listening to this whole conversation, I'm almost envisioning the med tech sector as being a sprinter at the starting line, poised, foot back, ready to leap into action and really move forward. They found that stable footing 
out of the last few years and they're ready to come out of the starting gate of 2024 strong. But what they're charging to when they get off of that starting block, it's a lot. We talked about product launch. We talked about M&A. There's just a lot of stuff going on. I think the point you're making is so spot on. And when I reflect on the last few years and everything we've just talked about, MedTech went through so much during COVID, the evolution of 2020, 2021, and then then this slow return to normalcy in 2022 and 2023. I think MedTech is now on stable enough ground that they can really focus on what's next for them, maximizing profits, increasing R&D, preparing for these new product launches and flurry of acquisitions as well. I think 2024... The word that comes to mind for me for MedTech is transformational. It's truly going to be a transformational year for so many of these companies. Candidly, and a little bit selfishly, I think with so much going on, it's going to be really important for MedTech leaders to have a plan in place and have the right partners in place to help think through all of these changes and all of these components. I'd be remiss if I didn't make like a quick plug about how how great Dynamic is with these large-scale transformations, even across our own service offerings and product launch, omni-channel, all of the work we do in merger and acquisition integration, I think is really well poised to help these med tech leaders through this big transformational change that 2024 is bringing them. And you could probably hear it from my voice, just a really exciting time for the industry and I'm just like really looking forward to helping as much as we can some of these leaders with these big meaty challenges they have. Thank you so much, Mary and Anila for coming on the pod today. I'm really excited after our conversation to see the transformation that's going to happen across the med tech sector this year. For our listeners who are interested in learning more about Dynamics work in the med tech space, be sure to visit the link in our show notes and keep your eyes peeled for the upcoming insight all about embracing the competitive edge in med tech. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Trending Health. To help more listeners find the podcast, make sure to like, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about this episode and the team behind it, check out trendinghealth.com. And to learn more about how Dynamic helps health companies transform by connecting strategy to action, visit dynamic.com.